This just in, the ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Sit you waited. But yeah, we're super excited for Disney Plus to drop tomorrow. Oh, uh, so my, excited. My wife and I, are, are you getting it? Are you guys planning on getting it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We want to watch Star Wars all over again. That's on the first thing on our to-do list. <laughs> what <laughs> about you, you guys? Are you planning on watching The Mandalorian? Uh, yes. What is that about, actually? I'm, I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, no worries. I get it. I'm, I'm sort of the resident Star Wars maniac. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it's um <laughs> it takes place after uh Return of the Jedi and I oh. think it's and so it takes place in that giant gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens so uh I think I think and, and it hasn't been confirmed or anything we'll find out tomorrow but I think it takes place like on Tatooine and it's oh. like it's like post Jabba the Hutt being dead so like there's this giant <laughs> power vacuum you know as far as uh, uh, the underworld goes and I think mm-hmm. we're basically you're seeing the bounty hunters do the bounty hunter thing and the, the thing that I always wanted to see ever since Empire Strikes Back where you got to meet the awesome bounty hunters <laughs> and then you know you never really got to see them do anything uh, mm-hmm. now we're actually going to see them do something so nice I love how they take like basically every facet of Star Wars and they're like we can make a story out of this mm-hmm. um, and you said you and uh, your husband are going to try to watch the the movies leading up to episode nine right like all of them in order yes yes we're gonna watch them in or in order not of how they were uh uh given to the public but in order of uh <laughs> one through whatever what are we at 1200 uh eight yeah so so yeah eight. we're gonna start with phantom menace then attack of the clones then revenge you're gonna do them episodes one two three four like yeah I got yes. yes yes that's that's our game plan too uh myra and i are gonna try to if we have the time we're going to insert Rogue One and Solo like into it in their appropriate, you know, spot if we have mm-hmm. the time. But um and I think we will cuz we both have been really hardcore planning for this. Like we, we we've been like <laughs> wrapping up TV shows knowing that pretty much the moment Disney Plus launches until uh episode 9 comes out Rise of Skywalker, we're just going to be watching The Mandalorian and uh <laughs> all the movies basically in order. Oh man, when does um the next Star Wars movie come out in the theater? I think it's like December seventeenth. Um, mm. uh, everyone's so many people already got their their tickets. I, I I don't. I didn't. I never pre-order the movie tickets because my you know my mom's coming to visit. She's gonna want to see it. I don't know exactly what day we're gonna go see. Right. It. Every, every theater's gonna have a million showings of it. So I didn't. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't feel the need to like buy you know the that night whatever i'll get it closer but yeah i think it's like the 17th <laughs> 17th something like that is there any uh, are there any good co- star wars comic books that would be maybe related to this movie that we could possibly do in december well i i don't think i mean there will be a tie-in to the movie i'm sure mm-hmm. um and but i will say as far as like the marvel stuff the new star wars marvel stuff goes Everyone really has mm-hmm. high praise for the Vader comic, and I used to read it for a while. And that's where, <laughs> really, that's where. Uh, don't you 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 like that lady, uh, Alf Alfra? What's her name? Um, she's Alfra. she's like an arche- oh, oh, archaeologist. Dr. Afra. 
Yeah, Doctor Afra. She Dr. she Afra. started in yeah. the um yeah in the Darth Vader thing. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that one too. We wanted to do like May the Force be with you for May, but like, hey man, if you find any fun ones I can tie in for the show, the movie, I mean, let's do it. I'm game. You know, I'm game. <laughs> uh, well, can I throw this at you? What if we maybe review like the first episode of The Mandalorian or something, you know, and throw that as a bonus Ooh, episode? We just let's do, a, do it. Yeah. Like maybe just do another quick like 30 minute, 45 minute bonus app and just talk about our, our Mandalorian thoughts after we watch it. So um, I I'd be down for that. (laughs) I love review episodes because we just get to like freeform our thoughts and stuff. And those make really fun episodes. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. I I liked our Joker review. I liked our Batwoman review. Mm -hmm. And I think they're getting some some good play uh, with the fans and everything. I think people like to listen to those as well. They're nice little standalone episodes. Yeah, those are fun. So Rat Queens, you suggested (laughs) actually, no, your wife suggested this comic book. Like yeah. months ago. Yeah, Dang. she loves it. She loves it. I love it too. I think it's I think it's fantastic. And and real quick, this is the <laughs> ongoing comic book discussion podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Tess. Oh yeah. Hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rat Queens is a cool comic. Uh, I'm excited, super excited to talk to you about it. I was excited when when you know we we figured out we were going to do it, and I think it ties mm-hmm. in really well to our thematic family month, our family themed Thanksgiving month um yeah. it's a it's it's a perfect family it's a, a you know another weird oddball family i guess i should say yeah did you did myra introduce it your wife myra did she introduce it i mean not that you don't know who myra is but in case everybody else doesn't know <laughs> who? Um, myra who who's that again? <laughs> myra, who? your wife your wife um oh, yeah. did she introduce it to you or did you find it on oh she did and you didn't I'm I'm surprised cuz you usually know about all the cool ones before everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know about that but uh I I do know that my wife is a bit cooler than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. So yeah, no, yeah. she introduced me to Rat Queens and I I fell in love with that from uh from the get-go. Yeah. It's it's different. It's um it's different. We'll go through the chapters here in a minute but like it was good. It kind of, because I used to play roller derby, and it just kind of reminded me of some roller derby girls um, that I used to know, just like rough and tumble, we can do this and uh, win or whatever it is, because there were a lot of battles. But anyway, the only thing is for me is that sometimes the story, like, because when I do these chapter summaries, I'm looking for the next line of story to, like, when the next story comes. And literally, I think some of my notes were like, then they had a party. Or like, <laughs> then they then they fought for, like, four pages, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Which, I really like the artwork, so I actually, I enjoy watching the fighting and the partying. Um, yes. But yeah, no, it's sometimes not as much happens when that you actually think happened. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, no, that was just... Uh, five pages of fighting. So the 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 story of this, epi- this yeah. issue is only really like two sentences. Yes, they fought and then they partied, and that's pretty much how it ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I um I liked it. I liked it though. I did. Yeah. Cool. Good. I'm I'm excited to to hear that. Uh, and real quick at the top. We're not going to get into it. We can talk about it offline. Um, we're not going to get into it while we do here do this conversation. But um, yes, there were some weird happenings with, I believe, the artist uh, legal issues. Yeah, uh, I was so, looking that up. Yeah, we're not we're not going to do a gossipy type of thing. No here. politics. Not, yeah, yeah, you can go and and Google it. You can go mm-hmm. and find out for yourself. Um, we're just 
you know, and I'm not going to talk negatively about the artist or whatever. I like his art. So mm-hmm. we're just going to move forward, like, and judge the artwork and the story as its own thing, you know? Yeah. Separated. I do want to see um, what he's talking about. Essentially, there was an artist, something happened, they got a new artist. And yes. I think they even rebooted the story. And so I'm just curious how they rebooted the story and if the characters stayed the same. That's like, that's like I would want to read the next. Yeah. You so know, did you did you read the reboot? Okay. Yeah. So like, let yeah let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, I didn't read the reboot technically, but I stayed on reading the the comic, and it just as much as I love this first trade and the second trade was was fun too. It just plummets after that. Really? Not, it's not the artwork. It's just, I think it just stopped coming out like regularly. There was, it just didn't feel as as polished. It didn't feel like it was going in a direction. I just, it felt very disjointed. And then, yeah, and then they rebooted it. Because I believe their second artist, their second artist didn't have any kind of legality things, but I think he got sick. And so like they had this this mm. other artist come in to fill in for the first artist, and then basically he had to be had to leave too. So yeah. it just had a bad luck string of, of things happening. And which uh, sucks because it's a good story. Like it's fun. It's like female empowerment and it's just really different. It's world building. It's um, you know, characters, uh relationships of all different kinds and sorts, which we really need, yeah. you know, in this time. Like there was a transgender warrior who I didn't yep. know was transgender until I made sure that I got the details right, and I was like, "Oh, I had no idea." Bra- Braga, right? Bra- yeah, Braga, yep. Braga, something yep. at the very end. I was like, "Oh, yep. I can see it now." And, and it's cool because cares? it's cool because <laughs> they know? only mention it, and we'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. But yeah, they only mention it uh, in just one little piece of dialogue in this first um, uh, issue or this first mm-hmm. trade, where I think one of the ogres are like, "Is that her? Is that the bastard?" And then you kind of take, you're like, wait, why? Why are they referring to her as a her and then referring to her as a bastard? And then they mm-hmm. they elaborate it later. And it's really cool. She's got a great story. And that's what was a shame that the that the comic just sort of went off the rails. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it could have, it could be corrected now for all I know. I, I haven't really invested much time into the, the reboot, although I think I've got the first issue. But I will say that this trade and the second story arc um, are, are my, the two best of it, of the new of the Rat Queens from what I've seen, basically. So, And I oh. reread this one a lot. I, I think this one's a fun, self-contained story. And I, I think it's – I think you can just kind of like – read this and be like cool that was that was neat i got it you know yeah yeah absolutely it was um even if i don't read the second one like the spirit of the characters they kind of like even just you know there's so there's four rat queens who we'll introduce you to in a second um and they each have their own kind of um personalities very drastic different personalities and their own um i want to say not spells not witchcraft their own magic um, and they can each do different things, and, like, one's a healer. One can, like, some of them I haven't quite figured out exactly what it is, and maybe since you've read it so many times, you can uh, you can help me out with that, but one has, like, laser vision or laser eyes, or no, oh, she, but she yeah, uses her eyes to... Yeah, she's like a it? necromancer. She's like a, <laughs> like, she's like a, yeah, really powerful magician, and then you have, uh, uh, what, Vi? V? Um, Vi, yeah. Vi, yeah. Is uh, is she the the African American one or is... no? That's D. 
Oh, that's D. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So D is yeah. She's basically like a mage. Uh, Violet is basically a, a warrior because she's the the dwarven one. Mm-hmm. And, and even later on, she grows her beard out, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, and uh, it's and then um, and then baby baby Betty. Mm-hmm. is uh she's basically like a, a goblin not a goblin but like a halfling you know you could sort of like you know i'm drawing like the parallels to like yeah. D or whatever and then yeah. and then uh the main one uh the hannah. main lady hannah she is like basically a necromancer or her parents were necromancers so she's like a very powerful magician or sorcerer mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's the the, the semi hannah's semi love interest sawyer He's got like a backstory that we're not quite sure about, and at least as far as this comic goes. Yeah, and it ends pretty dramatically, and he's he's a murderer. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> you know, you who, who knows? I'm sure you know they're gonna they'll make it justified or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, and and that's a shame that it got political with this comic book because now I'm like, do I keep reading? Because I really did like this first uh, volume, so. We'll see. I, yeah, I say go. I mean, we're doing this completely backwards. <laughs> we're like doing our, our initial thoughts. Uh, and I would say go, you know, if you liked this, I would still say read the second volume because that was pretty fun and it gets very Lovecraftian because it mm. goes, it gets, it delves into Dee's backstory and her oh, cool. her family and, and the, the, the God that they worship or whatever. And it's, it's real. That one's really cool. And then it's after that that it, it goes off the rails that the comic goes off the rails oh dang yeah, and well and by the hmm. way real quick one thing is that i would love to know from our listeners do you all listen to episodes that you have not read the comics to right you know what i mean like yeah, uh, or do you use the us is like our breaking down of the issues do you use that to justify buying the comic or not i'm just i'm just right. curious that's i'm just wondering that's all that's a good question yeah that's yeah. a great question great yeah questions. let us know on social media let us uh let us know on uh on, on instagrams where we're most active or on facebook and uh both of them are ocd podcast so you can find us on facebook or instagram at ocd podcast <laughs> all right guys that'll be this episode yep, that's and, it we're uh, done <laughs> by 11 minutes 15 minutes wow. 15 minute episode yep <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll just go ahead and dive in and uh, <laughs> go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and start working in reverse. We should basically yes. just start with the last issue and then go, <laughs> go to the Let's first Let's do it. Issue. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> okay. Now, we'll start with issue number one. And you know what? Call me out if some of these facts are incorrect because I, I had to look up some of these and I still was like, I'm not sure. Maybe it can be interpreted a different way. All right. Okay. Sure. No worries. It's a, hey, it's a discussion. So we'll, we will discuss. That's right. All right, issue number one. At a town hall meeting, citizens gather to talk about the recent violence that has ensued from the newly rich youth in town. Apparently, there's a group of young people that got seemingly rich overnight. When the crowd starts to yell their frustration, someone comes crashing through the window. The next two pages reveal the Rat Queens, Betty, Hannah, Dee, and Violet. They are to blame for the man through the window. Later in jail, the violent youth gangs are given one last chance to stay in Palisade. Palisade? That's how you say the city, right? Palisade? Okay, he's shaking his head, yes. The gangs include the Rat Queens, the Peaches, Four Daves, Brother Ponies, and Obsidian Darkness. The Rat Queen's task is to clear the goblins out of Hindman Cave. Ugh. 
When the Obsidian Darkness gang tries to complete their task to clean out the sewage at Winding Pass Barracks, they discover everyone inside was slaughtered. A man in all-black disguise stands over a victim. Cut to the Rat Queens roaming through the forest to complete their quest. When they finally reach the cave, Betty searches for traps, but the man from the previous slaughter scene is ready to take the Rat Queens as his next victims. The four queens give him one hell of a fight, and this is when we really see that they, they just love to fight. The masked man takes off his disguise and talks about the shadow of order descending. Before he can utter another word, a giant ogre pounds him into the ground with his man-sized hammer. <laughs> I love that man-sized hammer. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was perfectly man-sized. <laughs> uh, right from the get-go, I love how these, the Rat Queens, they are drunken badasses. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're just, and, and I, I, I love the, the humor in this and the, the idea, the conceit, basically, is that, you know, all, all these video games we played, all these D&D adventures that we've ever gone on as a collective and, you know, as, as just fans and people. So, like, what do these characters really do when you're now you're not adventuring? And they're just, they're drunk, they're misbehaving, <laughs> and they are the threats to the city, not the outside things. Yeah. It's actually them, the heroes of the city. And I love that. And I love that they just have no problems talking about taking drugs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a little bit of a, a mature uh, episode, I yeah. guess, because there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of drugs in it. There's a lot of mm-hmm. sex in it, or at least, you know, implied sex yeah. or just very open about the the talk of sex and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, what was what did you think reading the first issue? How did you did you, you know, in, in your first introduction to the, the Rat Queens? They kind of annoyed me at first, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, who are these gals thinking they can just take over this town? And then it was just so, even just like the names of the groups, Obsidian Darkness, and it was like emo kids, like, <laughs> and then uh, the Four Daves, like, yeah. what? And they don't even talk about where they got their name, Rat Queens, like, and, but they just go with it and everybody knows them. And I feel like they're like, the worst gang in town like everybody's like oh no the rat queens you know yeah and that's that's yeah therein lies the the humor is that your your heroes are actually everyone else's enemy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i i liked it though i i did they did grow on me i was a little annoyed because i was like oh i i know those kind of girls where they're just like they just cause destruction for no reason because they're bored and they're really annoying because I usually have to clean it up. So ah, see, that's that's uh, something I don't bring to the table with this. I don't really, never really knew people like this. I I saw it and I was like, oh, these 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 ladies seem fun. They seem. I mean, I don't think I would personally want to be friends with them. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they wouldn't let you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm cool enough to be to be friends with them or do enough <laughs> drugs to be friends with them. Uh, right. I'd probably be more. Uh, what was it the the gary at the end like the thanks 40. gary oh yeah <laughs> yeah and that was the name of like the next chapter yeah like, the, yeah that oh, was, we'll oh. get to that when we when we get to that one but yeah i love that little yeah. joke um but yeah it's, I, that's funny i, I didn't uh yeah, I, I did it didn't to me it didn't hit me that way but i'm i am i am find it interesting that it hit you that way yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing crazy. It was, I was just like, ugh, you know, whatever. But then, uh, and then drama ensues. And I just love that the guy, I think I laughed out loud at the end when the guy is taking off his mask to literally reveal who he is. And he's just, boom, like, 
ogre in the ground. And he's just like, Dead. I mean, he gets turned into a, like a, a mush pile, just like a yeah. pile of mush. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And the violent, the, the, the violence is, it's pretty violent, even mm-hmm. though it's done sometimes for humor, but there's still like stakes. Like people mm-hmm. can still die, but there's still humor to it. Right. Like not everybody's safe. And this artist is not shy about showing you the gore and violence. Like you see everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and but he also does a great job of um, kind of conveying humor too. He also, you know, he does a great job of like conveying like body language and stuff. I think maybe not quite as well as Frank Quitely from We Three, the comic book we discussed last week on the podcast. Yeah. But he still does a good job of. Yeah, it's like yes, you want to be able to show and draw like awesome action and everything, but you also want your artist to be able to draw, you know, mundane things interestingly as well, you know, either mm-hmm. either via interesting camera angles or, you know, uh, deciding when to actually, what, like what position the person's in to actually draw them in, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's one thing to just, yeah, yes, we we all love seeing an ogre turn a guy into to mush, but yeah. at the same time, that's only one, <laughs> you know, panel out of the entire comic. You got to be able to do all the other stuff too. And I think he does a great job. Yeah, and even when um, he introduced the Rat Queens at the very beginning, when there's like a man that goes through the window and then it's like the splash page, which is the next page, and it's just them amongst like, a pile of violence and rubble or whatever and they're just like it's like rat queens and then he names them all and I, you can just hear the background music you know it's like dun, dun, dun. it's it's very cinematic and uh let's let's you know call him out his name's rock Upchurch, uh, is the artist and then curtis weeby is the writer and <laughs> so guys and gals you might have noticed we're, we, we've been playing with the format a little bit and we've been trying to see what sort of like sticks and we've been doing these like these soft opens, you know, without, uh, but I feel like sometimes they, they, before we were kind of more rigid and we would, you know, list the names and stuff. And I think we started yeah. to get a little bit loosey goosey, you know, with it. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to figure out the format that works. Yeah. We're trying to keep you guys hooked. If you're uh, 25 minutes in, you know, you got to wait to hear the artist and uh, <laughs> the writer. That's what we're doing. That's a different format. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and what, uh, what yeah. do you think about the designs of the characters? I like them. I mean, there's Hannah. She's tall, and she has hair that wraps around her horns, where she kind of hides them. And then there's Dee, who looks like just like this magic queen. She has like white spots on her face that look like jewels almost, and her hair is just big and beautiful. She's the healer. And there's little Betty, who's like this small, tiny, tiny, like probably three feet tall. Um, and what does she do? She's a, what did you call she's, her? She's a, she's like, I, I think like, well, like if you think about the Hobbit, she's essentially a Hobbit, but in their world, uh, the Rat Queen's world, I think she's called a smidgen, a smidge. A smidge. Smig- yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. And she, I mean, she is hypersexual and hyper, mm-hmm. but like, I don't feel like any of these characters are ever like overly sexified right like it's not done in a way of trying to sell sex it's done in more of a natural way her character is just 
very yeah just, just very sexual and it's okay like yeah. it's and, and you know it's and, okay. and d is and d's very shy and and vi- mm-hmm. you know and hannah hannah's kind of in the it's it they, they're all over the place but i don't feel like yeah. any of them are like overly sexualized though yeah even their outfits they're not like i mean they're curvy but it's not to the point where it's like ew what's happening here oh and then there's violet who um is basically like a warrior dwarf and uh dwarf yeah and she always wears like armor and she has her bow bows and arrows i believe no no she's i would she's got the straight up sword uh baby betty's the one that's got the the arrows that's right and uh violet grows a beard not in this one but she has the ability to and i was like what and they didn't even like wince like they were like whatever yeah we just know that about her it's cool and it was because it was cool um in it's in this comic that they establish uh, or she, she, uh, her, she, it's not this issue. It's like going to be another issue, but you know, whatever, we'll talk about it. Um, where they established that she shaved her beard, right? Her, I think her twin brother's like, and what did you do to your beard? And she's like, <laughs> I shaved it. And then, you know, they, they, she sees later at the very end of the story, uh, the trade, um, in the last issue, she sees a couple other dwarves and she's like, Oh, those girls are just, they shaved their beard cause it's cool. And so it's, it's, and then they, it's interesting because that, you know, you gotta think as a writer and as an artist, they're like, okay, we gotta, you know, they kind of established the ladies, you know, the dwarf ladies look like ladies, but then mm-hmm. they, they're starting to pepper in that they are actively shaving their beard. So when she grows it out later, it's, it feels natural, but it was, it's a definitely an interesting direction to go with. And I like it. I, I like Violet. I think she's awesome. I think she's really badass yeah. with the beard too, you know, and yeah. they, Why not? they do, every <laughs> artist does a great job of also like still keeping her feminine with the beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I'm going to go ahead to the next issue because we just keep, I think you guys already know what happens throughout the whole thing. We just, we really liked it. It was good. It, honestly, like, it, like the story wasn't so like outer worldly. It was pretty simple for the most part. Like, but the fun part, the gooey parts were like the fighting, the, like the sexualization of the characters in their own ways, the, the, the way we learned about the world and how it works for them, you know, like that was, that was the gooey part of it, I think. Yeah, I agree. That's that's where the fun that's where the fun comes from. You know, like like when they were walking to the goblin cave or whatever, you know, the, their quest that they had to do. Um, you know, that's where you get the character moments. That's when you get the insights into the character. You know, Betty talks about, you know, she got she's the one that's supposed to bring the food. She brought a bag of candy and mushrooms and oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like psychedelic mushrooms and then they're like, "Oh man, we didn't uh, uh we haven't done mushrooms in a while." And Violet's like, "We just did mushrooms like two weeks ago and then we fought those trees in the woods and she was like oh i thought that was just a bad trip and she was like no it's because we ate their mushrooms that they attacked us and it's just like i liked all that kind of stuff you know you're just like yeah. it was it was fun it was funny every like there's no boring part of it you know there's there's it there's always something funny happening yeah yeah they're they don't miss a beat they don't miss a moment even that. yeah and even like you mentioned the uh what the 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 dark elves the obsidian dark uh group like Darkness, yeah. yeah it's like and they're they talk all like you know we should you know do this and that but but their yeah. mission was to go clean the latrine to go clean the bathrooms at these barracks and he's like mm-hmm. we're here to clean your bathrooms <laughs> you know and, yeah. and then he gets his head cut off but it's yeah. like it's it's cool it's fun they they do it's it's all it's very humorous it's very yes. very funny i agree i like it i like it it's a good it's a good time 
All right, issue number two. The queens argue about what happened with the ogre smashing their assassin. Hannah tries to attack the ogre alone, but he grabs her arm and snaps it in half. The remaining three queens attack the ogre, ending with Betty stabbing his eyes out and displaying them proudly on her two swords. Thankfully, Dee has healing powers and mends Hannah's arm. Cut to the Peaches battling their assassin, but not having much luck. According to Tizzle, a member of the Peaches, a surviving member of the Peaches, they went to complete their quest and stumbled upon an abandoned camp where their assassin was waiting, almost as if it was a trap. Was it a trap from Mayor Kane? Dee heals the wounded and they all head to the tavern, of course. They discover that only nine of them remain from the five gang groups. The Rat Queens roam around town, very drunk, and pick on an older woman, air quotes, older woman, who asks them to leave town. They approach the mayor's office and ask Sawyer, his assistant, about his, the assassins. Sawyer denies everything and sends them home. The next day, Betty and Violet awake to find Hannah missing. At the mayor's office, two Sawyer approach the mayor one of them is hannah under an illusion spell oops <laughs> <laughs> and i love how she says um i'm gonna i'm gonna censor myself but she says ah f buckets but she doesn't say f she says the full word yeah <laughs> i love that dialogue <laughs> um and let me ask you something did you notice mm-hmm. on the the inside cover uh the the picture of hannah all beat up with like the black eye and the bloody nose no, I didn't. We're going to have to, we should screenshot that and put that on our page. Yeah, so it's, you, you got the, on the second issue, you got the oh, yeah. the, the cover and then on the next panel. Uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, I probably they, they, did it's notice that. Like, it's just like one full page. Yeah, they have, it's basically like almost like a mug shot for each. Uh, they do it on each, each issue and they're all like, you know, messed up and looking just, you know. <laughs> badass um but i loved i loved when they fought that ogre and i loved how they like took it down um and even just yeah like hannah's arm getting broken was was wild like that was just like a wild thing mm-hmm. and, and and the fact that she's like you know she's like i can't look at it is it is it broken and then d's just like oh my god <laughs> she, <laughs> very broken <laughs> it's, it's like dangling and then yeah. the d's even like stop stop moving it stop dangling it <laughs> And then how Betty, like, he stabs the, she stabs the eyes out with the swords and she's like, look, <laughs> look, I did it. <laughs> I did it. And uh, yeah, it, they, they, it was like, they had a name for it, but it was basically like a move that they set up where like Violet, like kind of braces herself with the shield on her back and then baby Betty jumps on it and like basically jumps onto her blades and like climbs the, the ogre. It was very like God of War and except, yeah. you know, with like a <laughs> hobbit, with a little hobbit, you know woman doing it uh and then she yeah she rips out its eyeballs it was it was great (laughs) i like i like how betty like she knows that she's short and everybody calls her like little one baby betty or but she's never like i'm not little she just kind of owns it she's like what's it yeah this is me (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i can't remember if it was this issue or another issue and they were saying something about how smidgens like to i guess like to have sex and she was like yeah we like inserting things as much as we like popping them out of our bodies or like we like inserting <laughs> things into our bodies as much as we like popping them out because they, they were talking about how they 
how they reproduce a lot. And then everyone just like looked at her like, oh my God. Yeah, she's very, she has no filter. She has like yeah. no filter whatsoever. Did you know, Do you know if in the, the reboot, if they changed like the way they look? Obviously, it's a different artist, but do you know if they stayed pretty true to it? I think they stayed fairly true, but I remember possibly there being like some tweaks to it. But yeah, it was definitely a different artist. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not quite sure why. Was mm-hmm. is there a redesign you'd want to see? No, I just, I like this one, how, like, Betty, she has, like, her big eyes because she's, like, always looking up. And then, like, Hannah just looks so freaking badass. I really liked her, the way they had her portrayed. She was, like, a real woman. She wasn't, like, a skinny mini. She was, like, curvy and vulgar and and violent. I mean, I don't know if that makes a real woman, but it certainly did for Hannah. Yeah. Uh, You know. Yeah, and and, and D's D's got a, a little uh, like a different body type too, and it's I mm-hmm. like that. I've I've always liked artists that did that. I think I've said it on a podcast before. I I would love to see an artist draw Wonder Woman differently than you know you draw Black Canary because they're yeah. they're different people. Everyone's got different body types, and like you know Aquaman should have a, a swimmer's body, and and the Flash should have a runner's body. Like it's, right, right, yes. you know, and and honestly, Superman could be real thin because it doesn't matter. He it, that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> yeah, he's just born that way. Exactly. But uh, it's, so let me ask you this. When, what issue did you start coming around to the characters? Um, Probably this one when I saw how much they loved each other. I was like, oh, it's like a little sisterhood going on. You okay. know, I like that. When they were walking through the woods on the way to their quest, they were like making remarks and stuff. I'm like, that's the fun part of, of some friendships, you know, just being able to be yourself and not offend anyone and nobody judges you. And it's like, oh, I can I can relate. I connect. Like with your wife. I feel like she's my, my rat queen friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think my wife would definitely appreciate that yeah. <laughs> i mean she does love the comic probably because she can relate to uh to some of them so hi myra i hope you're listening I love you. she, my girl. she's my betty she's she's so tiny <laughs> <laughs> she is but she could totally stab your eyes out with swords yes. if she wanted to oh yeah no no she's yeah. terrifying sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure if my husband were on here you know he would say the same so don't worry oh yes oh yes <laughs> But uh, and then we're you know we're introduced here more to um, a little bit more to the Peaches uh, team. Yes. We didn't even see the the Bronies one. The, the the Brony team they must have just got killed in the first issue. We didn't even see them. I um, think they introduced them in the beginning in jail. You know, and they oh, were giving their quests yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we got we we you know we get introduced to Braga here and uh, what's what's the. Tizzy, Tizzy, right? Tizzy, yeah. Tizzy, I love that name. And she's kind of like, she's kind of like Tizzy. Hannah's foil a little bit. Her and Hannah always going head to head. Because I think if I remember correctly, thinking forward in the trades, I think she went to to university, like Magic University with Hannah. So I oh. think they, they're, yeah, I think so. And I think that's why they have that like rivalry. But if you just take it from, you know, this comic and not knowing anything else, you, you they establish that there's a sort of a bit of a rivalry between Tizzy and Hannah. And, you know, you you don't, I don't think you need any more explanation as to why. It's just these two people yeah. don't really like each other. But, you know, they, they get along in the fact that they don't kill each other. But, you know. And, yeah. Uh, I like Braga, though. Braga's awesome. She's yeah. amazing, especially when she cuts that dude in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like another day, though. They're not, like, grossed out. They're like, and that's my violence. And we're let's grab a drink. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. Everybody's <laughs> on the battlefield. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Yeah. Some of our but members it's... are dead. And and I do and it's speaking of getting a drink, I like how she says here uh, uh first let's uh, lay the dead to rest and then honor the hell out of them, which basically means we go drink <laughs> until we we vomit. Yeah, and they and the um there's only 9 of them left out of the uh the groups who were sent off on a quest, on a mysterious quest, who uh, they were assassined. Who done it? It's a case of who done it, really. It's a case of who done it. Now the four Daves, they survived though. All the they Daves did. survived. <laughs> Daves. I mean, the four Daves. I love that. So <laughs> I do too. Weird. Huh? I do cool. like that. <laughs> well, let, let me ask something real quick. Yeah. In the first issue, did you read that that like that behind not behind the scenes, but that end story where basically it was Hannah crawling out of? You think it's like a giant battle and people are dead everywhere yeah. but it turns out to just be a bar and she crawls out and then d's like vomiting in the background and betty's yeah. just like boy we got really drunk last night i thought that yeah. was funny it was like a short it was like yeah. a day in the a night in the life you know and it and uh, yeah i actually read that and i put that in my summary and then i read the next chapter and i was like this does not tie in at all but it was just they just inserted it for fun i like that I yeah it's fun yeah yeah you're right it was like a it was yeah it was a short essentially mm-hmm. anyway uh issue three shall we all right here we go he did the thumbs up hannah is in jail for impersonating sawyer with an illusion spell sawyer talks to hannah through the jail bars about how the merchants guild paid for the quests handed out as they chat, Hannah and Sawyer shyly flirt as if they have been together before. Hmm. Back at their home, because they all live together, the Rat Queens talk about the recent discovery, and Betty realizes she will have to break into the Merchant's Guild to get more answers. Betty and Dee set up an appointment and pretend to be interested in doing business with the Merchant's Guild, but they are really just checking out the place to break into it later that night. Well, later that day, actually. When Betty breaks into the guild, she finds a bunch of rolled up papers behind a loose brick in the wall. She packs all of the papers into her satchel, but opens one up to find there is a 50 gold loan for storefront repairs from old Lady Bernadette. She figures the Rat Queens caused this need for repair, and Betty thinks she ought to do the right thing and leave some money for old Lady Bernadette. When she reaches old Lady Bernadette's store, she sees an assassin standing right behind old Lady Bernadette, and Betty busts through the glass to save her. It turns out the assassin is working with the old Lady Bernadette and says, Kill them to effing death this time. Old Lady Bernadette ain't old, by the way. She's like, I'm 39. <laughs> I love that ongoing joke. They they call oh, Old Lady Bernadette, which is like a like you know like a throwback to like Scooby Doo. You know, Old Man Peterson did it. You know, yeah. And she's like, I'm 39 every single yeah. time. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty funny, but yeah, Old Lady Bernadette, she's she's mean. She's trying to kill them rat queens. We don't know why, but probably because she thinks they're so annoying. I, yeah, exactly. And in this issue, we we got introduced to uh, Violet's twin brother, um, who mm-hmm. who's basically coming looking for her. And you find out that she's kind of like royalty, um, mm-hmm. and that she, you know, you don't really know what exactly happened. Uh, but he has a really cool arm tattoo. And speaking of tattoos, did you like Hannah's tattoos? Yes, I can't remember them, but I did remember thinking. What remind me? Well, sorry, you have it has up like, on your tablet. Yeah, she just has like all these like sleeves, and then her back's all tatted up. I and yeah. it's really cool looking, but like I just feel bad for the artist every time has to draw yeah. it. You know. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Because every single panel, he, they have to be the same. Yeah. Good point. I didn't even think. 
think of that. Duh. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's commitment right there to <laughs> to go with that. That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so they find some stuff in the guild, and they they trick their way in, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's like it wasn't much too much of the story here, but you did learn that they they live together. We did learn um, at the beginning of the chapter that Hannah and Sawyer might have a relationship from before, and it's really cute. They're they're actually really cute together, I think. Um, yeah, he's like that's his girl in his head. You can just tell. Yeah, I, I like that too. And you also get a little bit of um, Betty. You get to see that this this lady she was sort of dating, and the that's right. And that's then the right. lady was like, she was like, you know, Betty wants basically Betty wants her back, but the lady's like not as long as you're you're keeping the friends that you keep. And I liked what she said. You know, she's like, well, Betty was like, well, can't you just take me for who I am? And you know, the other lady's like, I've been down this road before. I think it was a very mm-hmm. honest conversation conversation and even the, the the lady was like you know your your friends inform your opinion and inform what you think and you know she's basically like i don't like your friends so yeah which they I, bring out the worst in her maybe i don't know I, what do you think i yeah. think so yeah i yes i think yeah. yes i think the rat queens are the people that bring out the worst <laughs> in their friends yes we know they'll fight to the death for their friends but they'll mm-hmm. also bring out the worst traits in their friends as well i think yeah i mean they just they when they're together they're like one you know what i mean it's like four of them makes one being and it's it's violent it's vulgar it's it's fun it parties and it's uh and it probably doesn't go home on time <laughs> <laughs> no no it it, it it goes home late and it vomits in the front yard is what yes, it does on everybody's front yard just because it can <laughs> yeah exactly here's the the picture of Violet that they put in, you know the the front. Nice. Yeah, she, she we'll have definitely... to post that. That's cool. Yeah, they're all cool. They're all super super awesome. Uh, Rock up yeah. church is. I love his art. I really do. Uh, that's. I wonder what else he's done. I actually need to look that up. Yes, you know what? Um, Sadly, there is no IMDb for comic books. And I, there should be. Holler. I completely agree with that. At least it, it, there isn't one that I've ever seen. Maybe there is, but there should be one like centralized one. So you can click on artist and, and you know, anchors and letters and just take go down the rabbit hole like you do with IMDb and see what they've worked yeah. on and everything. I think someone, I think we'll see it in our lifetime, but I, it, it might be a more daunting experience because you could have, you know, you could have an, uh, a, a one year run of, of, batman and you could have 10 different artists on it you know like it's it's hard to yeah. keep track of all that i would imagine but, yeah but someone should do it not me but someone should yeah <laughs> not it <laughs> not it not it hey anybody out there want to do that that'd be great thank you <laughs> thank help us out you. on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, um actually i was reading um a little bit of just what people saw for rat queens because i like to do that little research where we have these episodes and somebody said it perfectly it's lord of the rings meets bridesmaids you know? That's that's a very very good descriptor of it. <laughs> meets bridesmaids meets like ah, I don't know very bad things or something, right? Like yeah. something where just the characters are are deplorable. Because I think in bridesmaids they were they were probably a bit more likable than they are here. Yeah, oh gosh, I'm like trying to think, but they know. See, here's the thing: is that when you write a story, you don't want to make the main characters not likable. And it's funny because they're likably 
they're unlikably likable. Like you, yeah, because you connect with them somehow, right? And you would, we both know that we would never want to be friends with the rat queens. <laughs> right. We wouldn't really want to party with them because we'd probably die. We would get <laughs> alcohol poisoning. We would do drugs and we would die. Um, yes, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a tough line to walk. And we we talked about it on the Joker review, where how do you make someone who is clearly a bad bad guy, bad guy, mm-hmm. bad girl, uh, a villain, make them the centerpiece of your story you have to have a protagonist make them your protagonist and thus you know care about them and like you said in the first issue like when you first get to meet the rat queens you know you're seeing them at their worst they're just beating somebody up it's a drunken brawl but it's Mm -hmm. as you start peeling away the layers like you said you know they they clearly have a love for each other you start seeing okay there actually is more to them than you initially might have thought Right, right, exactly. And that's what that's why I'm so interested to find out. I want to know how they met each other, where they all came from. Like they could each have their own spin-off and it would be like at the end it would be how they met their rat queens and it would be equally interesting as the rat queens being all together. You know what I mean? Cuz they all have, they're all just so diverse and they have they probably have like crazy backgrounds. Um, I, I don't yeah. remember the particulars of every issue, but I think a lot of the stuff you want to see, you'll you'll get. Yeah, it's it's good. I think that they really set them up nicely because they didn't work up to it. They started at like the Rat Queens doing like young, being as destructive as they'll ever be and working backwards from there. And that's what makes it so interesting because it's just there's so many places they could go with it. And it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's kind of like Jamie Lannister and and uh, um and which not lord Game i want to say yeah there you go Game Game of of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> uh it's it's interesting because you see this character the your first introduction to him is him doing quite possibly the worst thing he's ever done in his life but since it's mm-hmm. the first thing that you see that's what you assume his character is and then they spend yeah. the entire series readjusting your view of him essentially and it's I, I I like that idea that premise that you you trick the viewer into thinking they know the character and then you that's I mean like every like every good character should be like a person a well-written character should be like a person there's many facets to people no one's good no one's bad you know there's mm-hmm. layers and if you start digging in you find out what makes these characters you know what makes hannah so angry what may you know because hannah's the yeah. angry one you know mm-hmm. violet's she's also angry too but sort of in a different way it doesn't Very kind controlled of way. yeah more yes a more controlled uh, anger but she has her reasons uh d's like shy she has her reasons mm-hmm. you know betty's the more outgoing one they, i do feel like they have different personalities but you do sort of get into start digging into why they are the way they are and i think that's mm-hmm. that's a that's fun that's the fun of it yeah oh yeah and i like i said it just sets them up for success really which is what you want when you're writing a story you want (laughs) to succeed we all want to succeed right i want to (laughs) succeed yes yes all right my friends so the next chapter or the next issue is actually my description is very short because 75 percent of it is fighting but it's very beautiful fighting i must say it is it is very good okay issue number four Betty is thrown out of the store window just as Sawyer comes to her rescue. Betty and Sawyer battle old lady Bernadette and the assassin. It ends with Sawyer chopping off the assassin's head. Back at the Palisade Castle walls, the Rat Queens realize they've got company. Remember the orc the Queens killed? Oh, actually the ogre. The Queens, or was it the orc? 
Shoot, it's the orc, right? Uh, shoot, I think it's an ogre. I, I don't know orcs, to oak, <laughs> orcs between orcs and ogres. I was always more of a sci-fi kid growing up. I liked uh, aliens and space marines. So orcs and ogres, I'm sure there's a difference. I don't know what they are. <laughs> my husband will know because he's a, he'll, I think we've been married, well, I know we've been married for three years, but I think he's watched it about 20 times uh, since we've been married. Anyway, Lord of the Rings, that is, and they have orcs in it, and that's when I was like, ew, ugly, gross. <laughs> Anyways, we'll say orc for now, because that's what I have written down, <laughs> so maybe I got it from somewhere. All right, so remember the orc the queens killed in the first issue? Well, his girlfriend is back for revenge, along with a bunch of her friends. Violet wants to take the lead in the fight, but Braga takes over instead. Fight scene ensues. At the end of this issue, the four daves join the fight. Cha-cha-cha. So there's a lot of fighting. There's yes. a lot. <laughs> there's a, the, 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 the last third of this issue is just violence on top of violence. And I like, though, how the rat queens get hurt. Like, they get stabbed. They get slashed. Uh, they get, uh, you know. Like, really hurt. Yeah. yeah, like, really bad hurt here and there. And it'll get worse in the next issue. Um, but it's But when you think about it, if you know that you can be healed – by a spell then you're gonna put yourself into more danger right like Mm -hmm. if you it's like wolverine if you know that you can heal from it as long as you don't get like your head cut off like Mm -hmm. then it's and that's why wolverine fights the way he does wolverine doesn't fight with any kind of style because he doesn't need to because he gets cut it'll just heal in two seconds it doesn't matter whereas you and i don't have access to a either healing factors or magical spells you know we have <laughs> to fight Speak you know yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i like that so I, I like the i like the conceit is like yeah if, if you if if you have access to magical spells then yeah you're gonna just put yourself in harm's way and you're not gonna be as upset by your arm getting ripped you know or cut or whatever because you're just like okay d just heal me you know yeah but yeah exactly it's like when they when the this the quote that's like if you knew you could do something and never fail what would you do rat queens cut to rat queens <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and it's 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 like i and i like the humor too um you know even when they're fighting the the different the oaks the or- goblins ogres whatever they are i mean it's yeah. super violent but then they do sometimes where like you know two orcs will like look at each other and say like oh crap and then you know then they get killed so they'll, they'll throw in a little bit of of humor here and there that that I really enjoy Um, and the only other thing from the earlier in the issue and it's kind of hard to tell from the art but when the the orc girlfriend or ogre girlfriend whatever she is throws the the rock it destroys old lady Bernadette's um, store completely so insult to injury to old lady Bernadette basically (laughs) you know I'm 39 yeah yeah and all she wanted to do was just just run her business. That's the funny thing. Like, yeah. she's the bad guy here, but she's not. The Rat Queens are the bad guys. She mm-hmm. She's just trying to run her business. Right, without it getting destroyed. Because every time she fixes something, she has to make the money to make the next repair. Exactly. And it's just very annoying. Yeah. And she's like, just kill them all. And in this world, that's probably like, I mean, how many things, things, people, creatures have died in by issue four, it's just normal. For yeah. Solution, hundreds. kill him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's 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 fun though, and I do love the action in this. Uh, Rock Upchurch does a great job just showing the action, just paneling his 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 motion is really cool. His sense of action is very cool, and then like you said, the the little bit of humor. This is the one where you get Gary when you, <laughs> where you find yeah. out that because they, they, they're like. How do you even know that we killed, you know, your your whatever, your your boyfriend? He goes, she goes, he told me. He told me that you bragged about it uh, and drank to his slaughter. And then they kind of like do a little small thing, look over this guy's like looking sheepish. And they go, nice, nice one, Gary. And he's just, mm. and <laughs> Gary. Gary becomes like a running gag throughout the series moving forward as, as a putz. You know, he's like a putz. It's like, good yes. job, Gary. Way to go, Gary. It's up there, there with like, calm down, Susan. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> the name. Any Gary's out there? Any Susan's out there? Anybody? <laughs> Give us a holler. Holler, holler, holler. <laughs> holler, holler. Yeah, and and I like how they uh, Braga, Braga, Braga comes uh, comes in, knight in shining armor, and uh, basically takes over. And then the four Daves join. It's like at the beginning they were kind of divided, and then they meet up at the tavern, and they kind of divide again, and then they come back together. It's like they never really explain like how they are like newly rich youth but that's what they keep saying at the beginning like they're these kids that were just they became rich all of a sudden well they became rich from cleaning out they became which they became rich from questing and then you know you you so you get so you get paid you know you get paid so they cleaned up the town so like that you kind of get the sense that these so these mercenaries the rat queens um the you know the the daves all of them they all cleaned up the town, right? This is like one of your, your typical fantasy city where if it's a video game, you and I would be playing it and your character, you got to go get your missions, you got to go get your quests, you go do your quests, you get whatever loot that you got from the quest and then you go and, and you turn your quest in and you get money there. So the idea is, okay, if you've been doing this for a few years or a year or so and they're good at it, they're good at what they do because they're good at killing, they've just right. become rich and but the 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 downside is is that the time of our introduction to them is that they've cleaned everything up. So the reason that they're drunken and disorderly is because they have no place to put their they're bored. Yeah, they're bored. That's all it is. They're just drunken, mm-hmm. bored, and rich and violent. <laughs> and that's that's all it is. So so they're just messing up the city. And that's why old lady Bernadette, I'm thirty nine. She's she hired to kill them, you know? So that's funny. But, I, I didn't realize. I forgot about that. Like the quests. That's where you make your money. Yeah. 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 You not only you get money for doing the quest, but then you get money for turning the quest in. So like you always get to keep whatever you find on the quest and you, all the people you kill and you take their money. So cool. You get all your money and then you go turn the quest in. And you get paid for doing like cleaning up the sewers or, you know, all it's 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 all the the stupid quests that you do in World of Warcraft and in and, and Diablo oh, and any I'll other okay. any other video game that's like fantasy related it's it's taking the idea of what if these characters now they've cleaned up the town what happens after the video game is over what happens after the story is done now they're just a bunch of young capable women (laughs) who have nothing to do and they want to kill they want to fight like and so they just get drunk and fight each other that's interesting see i never played video games i was told to go outside and play but like Speaking about things with video games, like there's so much like world building and um and you're like duh test, but like this is what I'm realizing with the with the husband who plays video games, um with world world building and these quests, like you guys's brain, like it forms differently where you guys can pick up instructions really quickly and and proceed, like. 
Like sometimes I'll just have John in the room if like I need help with, you know, silly adult things like insurance or whatever. And I'll be like, did you hear that? And he's like, yeah, you just got to do this, that and the other. I'm like, you got that from that? You know, and I think it's because of video games. Well, I will say that um, I think my wife would disagree with you. I do not take directions that well. You might have just married a a really smart guy. Fine. Um, I won't blame the video games. I'll blame him. That's funny. I sometimes mess up and uh, do not. <laughs> she's the one that takes care of the uh, of that. She's my John, actually. She's my oh. John. I'm the artist, so I'm always more like, yes. what am I supposed to do? I can't deal with this right now. I don't understand this. <laughs> it's the too much. Life stuff? No, no. Can I just be creating things? Because that's, that's what I'm built for. I'm not built for life. Yeah. Here, I painted you a picture. Yeah. Ex- How's that? Exactly. So <laughs> she's like, well, but I, we still have to pay bills, though. Well. Yeah. Do we? Can we do we? <laughs> Can I pay them with podcasts, please? <laughs> yes, can I pay them with podcast episodes? <laughs> uh, we should call it PodQuest because it's our quest to, uh, what am I saying? I don't know. Pod, I'm out of here. Actually, anyway. pod, actually, PodQuest is actually a very good name. <laughs> someone should someone Pod should quest. definitely take it and do something with it. Yeah, take it. Pay us for it. Yeah, uh, we're charging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're charging up front, but uh, you can have it for a cost. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You know what? Sometimes Corey and I can't record for like two weeks. So, and this is one of those days and we just haven't seen each other and he's like my buddy. And so I'm like, hey, let's catch up. Oh, wait, we're recording. We're recording. We're here. <laughs> hey, they, you know, they come for the rat queens and they say for, they stay for the silliness. That's it. We're uh ongoing silly discussion. That's us. <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Okay. So issue five. Back at the Merchants Guild, a the guy who was tricked by Dee and Betty from before, he's talking to old lady Bernadette about, you know, what he's loaned her out and um, what she owes him. And he's like, I think I'm going to, I'm not going to charge you anymore. Something bad's going to happen. Dun, dun, dun. So back at the fight, because they're still fighting the ogres, orcs, whatever they're called, Violet gets stabbed and Hannah takes her revenge. This is kind of when we see the laser eyes that I was talking about. They're not actually laser eyes, but they're magic. Um, and then back at home, uh, they realize that Dee has used all of her healing powers on Violet. So they just have to be patient and let her heal. Oh, yeah. They, they have that part. They kind of like have a party and uh, mm-hmm. v-, v hooks up with Dave, Orc Dave. Mm-hmm. Or Dave, yeah, with his with his with his birds and his beard. Yes, yes. Okay, so <laughs> so Dee wants to kill Old Lady Bernadette, and Betty says that Sawyer will handle all of it. Please note that there is a man with blue birds in his beard, and and Violet likes to mention again that she has a beard, and I'm mentioning it again. Anyway, um, we're at the house party, which is really, really fun ish, uh, part of this issue. We see that Dee has social anxiety. Hannah is putting spells on a bong. Betty is in the kitchen making drinks from the girls. And the girl from the previous issue, she's back because she wants to be with her again. And Violet makes out with the guy with uh, bluebirds in his beard. And then Hannah talks to Sawyer because Sawyer's like, oh, should I go to this party? And Sawyer says that Bernadette has disappeared. They can't find her. Old Lady Bernadette. You always got to throw the Old Lady Bernadette in. I mean, who is she if she's not Old Lady Bernadette? <laughs> I was like, wait, who's Bernadette? D. she actually finds a note in the scroll um, from Mr. Jurig Lake's uh, bag at the party, which I don't remember him, but we'll chat about that. Oh, no, he was the, um, he was the trade, he was the, the fat guy, the, the trade oh. guild guy. That's him. 
the guy that has old lady Bernadette. Yeah. And then, uh, then there's a flashback with Dee's mother, and Dee is leaving her family. And we, that's kind of like, we don't really know what's quite going on there. But then we cut to where she's reading the scroll, and the scroll, the scroll says, No matter how far you run, forgive me for butchering this word, Niagoth's love will find you. I don't know what that means. Dun, dun, dun. At the end, Mr. Grig Lake, you know, the guy with the scrolls, the guy that's talking to old lady Bernadette, the guy from the guild, he's actually chained Bernadette to the ground and intends to torture her severely. And he says, Sawyer Silver will regret the day he murdered my wife. And that's the end of that. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So the house party, though. <laughs> yeah. That, well, real quick, let's let's uh, start at the 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 finishing up of the pi- the fight at the beginning. Um, yes. I I just wanted to say that I loved two things. One was when the before uh, Vi got her her neck like sh- shredded by uh, by getting you know sliced or whatever. Um, I-, I liked how one of the other magicians conjured like a naked orc in the sky like a hologram yeah. and like and then they have this like one shot of like these two orcs talking to each other and one and they one, uh, i'll read it to you and one guy goes yeah. whoa dude floating naked lady and then the other guy goes hey that doesn't even make sense and then he gets like they both get killed and i was like i loved it it was funny um and then when it works every time it works yeah. every time and then when hannah goes straight murder ball uh after mm-hmm. Vi- violet gets you know her throat ripped out um, she goes murder ball on the on the orc lady and just destroys her. It's it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, to the the party is where like the, more of the meat of the story is and everything. And and you find out that uh, Violet like when she wakes up when they do save her and she wakes up. I love how she's like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get high yes. and I'm gonna have sex <laughs> with uh, Orc Dave. Orc Dave. He's one of the four Daves yeah. and he they call him Orc Dave because. He's the orc of them but, the hot orc days yeah, i guess yeah and he's got a beard with with these birds in it that they're magical and that they're healing birds or something but uh but i love how orc dave was like okay you know he's like okay. he was like embarrassed by that you know <laughs> he's like not very i mean none of them are like super beautiful but he's that attractive dude but she's like i'm gonna hook up with him and that's that yeah yeah, yeah. and i love that betty is like you know she's doing her thing with the girls like you said she's very like sexual and um and then her girl pops in and i'm like i was even like oh that's so cute she just she's like hey girl what's up i'm back (laughs) she says i just pulled it up she calls she goes hey little bug so cute yeah yeah i liked how she called her a little bug and i always got the sense that when they were calling her little and bug it was never like a negative thing you know no, it was all from love yeah. all out of love and then like you said like betty never they never even say like oh you're too short or something like that she just betty always does what she, you know her job is and sometimes that's sneak into things or sometimes it's taking down giant ogres that are literally 50 times her size and she does both just as capable which is which is what's yeah. awesome about it right she's just as yeah. capable of taking down an ogre that's the size of a, of a small you know house um <laughs> as she, yeah <laughs> a hundred of her and she's just as capable of, of sneaking in uh and robbing a place at night too she's she's awesome and she never does anything she does them both with like such a like a devil may care attitude and it's like oh yeah. look you know hey i got this ogre's eyeballs you know she yeah look guys look guys how cute how cool is this and i, I don't know i just i liked her i thought she was she was very sweet 
Yeah, and we really get to know a lot about each character. Like, Violet's just like, let's party. Like you said, Betty's just Betty. And then there's Dee, who's like in the corner, like, a uh, guy's flirting with her, like, hey, how you doing? She's like, this is my party. This this book, this book is, is good. I This book asks no questions. I And he's like, okay. You know, <laughs> like, I'll just go. <laughs> but she's so courageous in battle and stuff. I was even, like, surprised to see that, you know? And. And and we're you're definitely gonna get more. It's basically the next story arc is like her thing, and the god that they're referencing is very Lovecraftian, and it's you know tentacle monsters, yada yada yada. Um, but uh, let me ask you this: so now you know at the end of the book, like what you know, what are your your feelings towards that? You started out at the beginning not loving these characters, but now by the end, you actually you do like them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know them a little bit more and I can you can find love and like I feel like when you really start to understand a character, even the villains or the violent ones, you start to love them a little bit cuz you're like, "Oh man, you didn't have it easy, did you?" Like you you are the way you are cuz you were you had to be this way and like you love them all the more for that, especially for warriors cuz if you're a warrior, you've probably gone through trauma of some sort and so anyway that's really deep but uh yes I love the characters all the humor I love that I love all the fight scenes every single one of them um I love all their commentary and they they did a really good job like I said they set themselves up well and I'm I'm excited to read the next one even if it stops abruptly <laughs> <laughs> what about you you love it and what why do you love it what caught you onto it I, I think the humor, the humor really grabbed me and just it had a it has a lot of like video game conceits. I'm sure, you know, your husband, you know, gets it. You know, there's like like taking quests. That's just such a normal thing for you to do in a video game that like when they say it in here, I get it. I get what they're talking about. All those the different groups, you know, those are just different video game groups, people that you play with online and they're all getting the quests. Right. And then yeah. but but here you're viewing them through the lens that they're that they're real people and everything and i like that i liked how it was it was like sort of a fourth wall break but without you know being a fourth wall break it was kind of like a a wink and a nod like yeah this is all just video game stuff basically yeah you know yeah but it was fun it was like we were all we were there for along for the ride it was great i i appreciate you recommending this it's perfect for our thanksgiving uh family theme this month because they're a family what you did there right yes they are, even though not by blood, definitely family. Absolutely. Well, I think I think that right there is our theme for the entire month is is families Actually, yeah. that aren't by blood. <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally right. It well, no. I'm thinking the next two we're doing and no, they're not by blood either. Wow. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because if uh, if all goes well, we don't really announce them ahead of time. But if all goes well, we will do one on the Bat family, the Batman family yes. next episode. And then mm-hmm. after that we are doing Teen Titans. That's right. So it's yeah, so it's all just it's families that that they've made versus families that, you know, you you're you're born into essentially. I mean, I'm trying to think of a comic book family, and the only thing I can think of is, like, Kate Kane and her dad, like, that's in her twin sister, Beth. But that's all I can think of. I'm like, wait, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. shoot, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always <laughs> like, yeah, it's like your friends. Your friends are your family that you that you chose, right? That's what they yes. say. Your friends are your family yeah. that you chose. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and, you know, especially 
Well, you you have a lot of family out in L.A., but, you know, being out in L.A. for 13 years, I had to, you know, I wasn't near my family. So, yeah, it became my friends were my family. That was the family that I chose, essentially. And yeah. uh, and now and Myra's my family. So, yeah. um, and up in Oregon, it's nice, actually, up in Oregon, we actually have some family up here. We have uh, her yeah, sister yeah. and and. Her step, or not her stepbrother, her brother-in-law. So my 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 sister-in-law and sister-in-law. my brother-in-law. Yeah. And your nephew. Nephew and our nephew. Yeah. Cute so. nephew. He's mm-hmm. so stinking cute. Yeah, he is pretty cute. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you liked Rat Queens. I I wanted it to be something that I I mean I want I picked it in hoping that you would like it. Like I I tried yes. to tailor it towards you essentially. Um, so I was hoping you would like it, but at the same time, if you didn't like it, I would hope that you, you know, you would tell me that too as well. Yeah. Like you were so shy to tell me how much you just hated Lady Mechanica. You just, you were so shy about it. <laughs> so to this day, you're, you just won't get it all out exactly how much you hated Lady Mechanica. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, drinking game. Every time he says Lady Mechanica, take a shot. <laughs> It'll be an ongoing thing that we, that we talk know. about, I'm Oh sure. my gosh, I went to, I have to tell you, I went to LA Comic Con with um, my husband and Amelia, you know Amelia. And shout out to Amelia. Um, and we passed by the Lady Mechanica booth. And I like this story. I like Lady Mechanica yeah. for the record. Corey does not. And it was really funny because we went by the booth and I was like, oh, it's Lady Mechanica in this whole booth. They're like, Joe, the author, Joe Benitez, he's going to be by later. I was like, awesome. I'll see if I can super around and meet him, which I knew I was going to leave, but I was just being nice. And then John turns to me and says really loud, he's like, tell them about your podcast episode. And I don't think she heard me. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because it ain't all good, honey. We can't, we can't do that. And he's like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and my, my biggest critique is just take out some words man just take a couple words away because your art your his, book his artwork is too beautiful to be covered up by that much word balloons yeah, like of, right. of any artist i want to see less talky talky and more drawly drawly <laughs> drawly drawly get to it what we're we doing here use rat queens as an example like four pages of just battle <laughs> exactly exactly no talking no talking there and the talking that is there is funny <laughs> yeah oh man well i'm glad we did this episode that was a good one and i'll definitely be recommend recommending this to uh to my friends well i am right here right now i'm recommending it to you guys my friends cool i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy that that does make me very happy <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed it so and I then did. next week it'll be more of a next week will be more of a freeform discussion so we won't have any comic book to sort of go off of we're just going to talk about batman and have a good time with it so i'm looking yeah. forward to that i think that'll be a yes. fun time Yes, no boundaries on that. Any Mm-mm. anything Batman. Yep. We're just gonna yep. pop well, right in. And there. and it's and Batman's such a fun character because there's mm-hmm. so many iterations of them that like you can come at it from a movie point of view, I can come at it from a cartoon point of view, like and we could probably talk an hour and not even talk about the comics, you know, and cause, actually because yeah. Batman's <laughs> just everywhere. So it's uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited about that and I yeah. I'm looking forward to uh digging in and picking your brain on that one. Yeah. 
All right, Mr. Corey. Well, where can we where can we find you in cyberspace? Cyberspace. Remember when that was like the term? No one says cyberspace yeah. anymore. That seems very. I do, Corey. I like it. I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back. It seems. Well, what was that movie with Sandra Bullock, The Net, like back in like two thousand or whatever? I don't remember that one. I love Sandy Bullock. Do you remember what was the one with Angelina? J- Hackers. Did you ever see Hackers? Like back. Yes, in we watched it on VHS like oh a year ago, God. and it was fabulous. Hack the world. Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, you can find me in the Matrix in cyberspace. in, especially in the podcasting matrix, uh, you can find me on Podcasting After Dark, where I talk about cult horror movies from the 80s. Uh, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, where I talk about Seinfeld every week. And obviously every week here on Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram at Corey Nation. And Tess, what are you up to these days? I am podcasting away. You can you can find me if you'd like. Uh, it's just me having fun going back home to Tennessee lately. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Tessianos. That's T E S L A N O S. But mostly on OCD podcast every, is where I'm at every <laughs> week. It's it's we are weekly, and we appreciate all the love that you guys have given us uh, mm-hmm. online. All the reviews on Apple Podcasts have really helped all the all the follows or the the subscriptions on uh spotify just everything you guys have been it's it's been amazing it's been absolutely amazing all all the all the love you guys have shown us online and uh if you like the podcast and you you got two seconds to either recommend us to your friends or leave a review on apple Podcasts. either one is uh is awesome we love it we love it yeah <laughs> jinx yeah yep. you owe me a code <laughs> you got to come to oregon to give it to me i do <laughs> i i gotta get my southwest points up buddy and we're gonna be there don't you worry i can't and we're wait. gonna you know what we really Corey and i were talking i'm just gonna say this here um we want to do a podcast with our spouses yeah. too all four of us we want to do yeah, a, a roundtable discussion with them because mm-hmm. uh, they're we talk about them every episode. They're yeah. like side characters on this thing. You guys, yeah. <laughs> guys got to meet them. They're great. Yeah. We like them. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, if you, uh, when you and your husband come up to visit, I think we're just going to pop the mic right down the middle of the table, and all of mm-hmm. us are just going to talk about comic books for you know however long we talk, and drink, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, We already do already, yeah. so we're just going to be recording this one. <laughs> exactly. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun whenever that happens. Hopefully that'll be a, a special episode that comes out uh, next year at some point. Yes. Yeah. 2020. Yay. Yeah. So, and, uh, thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. What's up, bud? No, I was going to say, yeah. And, uh, until next week, we got to, we'll see you. What's that? We got to come up with a, uh, like a, like a, you know, zip, pow, boom, some kind of like outro, you know? Let me see. Um, we got to, or we got to come up with a name for our gang, the OC, the OCDers. (laughs) Comic book, the proud nerds. Oh yeah, here we go. Wait, let me see if I can let me see if I can riff. Hang on. Do it. Riff it. All right, Corey, my friend. <laughs> You're making me laugh. Here we go. All right, Corey, my friend. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Podcast Discussion with Tess uh, nope, and Corey. Nope, you said ongoing comic book podcast discussion. I meant it. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> That's it. That's my ending. <laughs> this has been a wild episode. <laughs> Let's go sleep. I'm tired. All right. We'll see you guys later.
This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey.